Hey, my name is Tanil, and I'm passionate about helping mom entrepreneurs reach their true potential while navigating the chaotic journey of life, family, and business. I'm a digital marketing specialist, an extremely curious human with a growth mindset, and a certified wizard of the mind, specializing in clinical hypnotherapy and rapid transformational therapy. This is where the woo-woo rubber meets the road, my friends. We will dive into empowering discussions, actionable strategies, and inspiring stories to help you thrive in both your personal and professional lives. So pull up a comfy chair and let's ditch the debate and make it happen. Welcome back to another episode of Ditch the Debate and Make It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Tanil. Today we are going to cover emotional intelligence again, as this topic is so deep with so many layers, but it is so important to how we not only conduct ourselves, but live our life strategy. So let's dive into the not so fun bits of being working moms. Time pressures, work-life balance, mom guilt, societal expectations, comparisonitis, self-doubt, overwhelm. What am I missing? But you get the idea, right? Whilst I said these within a second or so, they are each huge pillars within themselves. So let's not underestimate the impact that each of these has on us on every single day. Spoiler alert here though, none of these go away, no matter what stage you're at in motherhood. Sorry, but what we can do is apply and develop our emotional intelligence into our life strategy to help us navigate these challenges with more grace and understanding. Let's break down what emotional intelligence is. Emotional intelligence is often abbreviated EQ, and it refers to the ability to recognize, understand, and manage one's emotions, as well as the emotions of others. It encompasses a range of skills and competencies that are essential for navigating the complexities of interpersonal relationships and achieving personal and professional success. I touched on this in episode 2, Building Emotional Intelligence, and then again in episode 12, where I did an episode on parenting with emotional intelligence, but I'd like to cover it again as it is so crucial to everything that we do. At its core, emotional intelligence comprises of four key components. 1. Self-awareness. This involves recognizing and understanding one's emotions, strengths, weaknesses, values, and motivations. It starts with recognizing what we're feeling, what sets us off, and where our limits lie. As working moms, it goes without saying that we juggle a multitude of responsibilities, often leaving little room for self-reflection. But taking a moment to tune into our emotions can help us respond more effectively to challenges. It's about being in tune with your innermost thoughts and feelings without judgment or bias. I want to emphasize this, without judgment or bias. Let me explain. We all have those self-sabotaging moments, the berating moments, the fear of something stopping us from leveling up or moving forward, right? And in these moments, we tend to go on the defensive and get annoyed or even angry. Uh, what is going on now? Why can't you just? And WTF and so on. Then we spend some time back and forth on how terrible we are, how lazy we are. Why is everything so hard for us, but our competitor is smooth sailing? We know our stuff, so what exactly is the issue? And so on. Is this resonating? What if I was to tell you that this part of you is always there as a protection mechanism? 
it really doesn't mean any harm. So the more we judge, resist, and challenge it, the more we will get the same back. Think of it as a little brother or sister. They're trying to tell you that what you're doing is dangerous as their little brain sees danger even though there may not be any. And you shut them down with judgment. They just get louder and more resistant, right? So next time you're feeling some type of way around your thoughts, take a moment to listen to what's coming up with acceptance and kindness. Reassure your nervous system that you're good. You've got this. And thank you for trying to protect you. Two, self-regulation. This is the ability to manage and control one's emotions, impulses, and behaviors, especially in challenging or stressful situations. It entails staying calm under pressure, resisting the urge to react impulsively, and maintaining composure even in the face of adversity. I can state that in all my years of experience, there are very, very few people that I have encountered or even know who have self-regulation down. I know, I really do, that as a working mom, this is very often the most difficult thing to do. You're tired, you're frustrated, you feel unsupported, you have a million browsers open in your mind at any given point, you're overwhelmed, I get it. But not self-regulating in those moments which really call for it, not only undermines your credibility, but it also teaches your kids the wrong lessons. And please don't get me wrong here, I'm not saying you need to suppress any emotions or even go the Stepford Wives vibes. What I am saying is that you need to control the reaction. Does that make sense? Let me give you an example. You're really stressed about revenue in your business or targets in your job, right? And this is consuming your focus, so you're not really sleeping too well, and you're constantly thinking about it both consciously and subconsciously 24-7. You have spent the whole day back and forth on extremely frustrating tasks. The needle is not moving and then your kid comes home and they're having a meltdown about something really big in their little world. Your first reaction is to shut them down and tell them that you're busy, you're tired and you can't deal with this silly issue right now. But it's the wrong reaction. If you self-regulate by breathing, assessing and slowly addressing the issue that they are facing, You'll be validating them as well as reaffirming that you are there for them no matter what. And then, at the end of the day, there will be no guilt. You won't be feeling like you should have handled that situation better. Make sense? Number three, empathy. Empathy involves understanding and empathizing with the emotions, perspectives and experiences of others. It's about putting yourself in someone else's shoes listening actively and showing compassion and understanding without judgment. I know that 99% of mothers have this skill ingrained into us as a part of our DNA, but it needs to be highlighted every now and then as sometimes we forget. You never know what someone else is going through, regardless of what is posted online or how they're showing up. Every single person is fighting demons and battles that we are not aware of. Showing empathy even if you feel someone doesn't deserve it, shows your true character and core values. Number four, social skills. Social skills are the key to successful interpersonal interactions, both in our personal and professional lives. They incorporate four fundamental aspects that we need to pay attention to. Communication. Effective communication is essential for expressing ourselves clearly, understanding others' perspectives, and building meaningful connections. This includes verbal and non-verbal communication, 
active listening, and the ability to articulate thoughts and ideas effectively. As working moms, focusing on our communication skills can help us convey our needs, advocate for ourselves and our families, and collaborate effectively with colleagues and partners. Collaboration. Collaboration involves working together towards a common goal, leveraging each other's strengths and achieving more collectively than we could do on our own. We often find ourselves juggling multiple responsibilities, both at home and at work. Developing strong collaboration skills allows us to dedicate tasks, seek support where needed, and foster a sense of teamwork within our families and communities. Conflict resolution. Conflict is inevitable in any relationship, but how we manage and resolve conflicts can make all the difference. Effective conflict resolution involves listening to all parties involved, understanding their perspectives, and finding mutually beneficial solutions. It requires empathy, communication skills, and a willingness to compromise when necessary. By mastering conflict resolution techniques, we can maintain harmony in our relationships and navigate disagreements with grace and diplomacy. And let's be honest, this is a very real skill required, especially with siblings. Leadership. Leadership is not just about holding a position of authority. It's about inspiring and empowering others to reach their full potential. We often find ourselves in leadership roles within our families, workplaces, and communities. Developing strong leadership skills allows us to lead by example, motivate others, and foster a positive and inclusive environment. Now let's get practical. Here are some tips, strategies, and techniques to develop and strengthen emotional intelligence in each of these areas. Self-awareness. Keeping a journal is just the beginning. Set aside time each day to reflect on your emotions and experiences. Take note of not only what you're feeling, but also the events and situations that triggered those emotions. Look for patterns and trends. Are there certain times of the day with specific activities that tend to evoke strong emotions? By identifying these patterns and trends, you can better understand your emotional landscape and develop strategies to cope with these stresses proactively. In addition to journaling, consider incorporating mindfulness practices into your daily routine. Mindfulness involves paying attention to the present moment without judgment. Techniques like deep breathing exercises, body scans, or guided meditation can help you cultivate a stronger sense of self-awareness and presence. When you feel overwhelmed or stressed, take a few minutes to pause, deep breathing, and reconnect with yourself. Breathe in for four. Hold for four and out for four or more. Self-regulation. Mindfulness techniques are invaluable for self-regulation as well. Practicing mindfulness regularly, you can learn to observe your thoughts and emotions without getting swept away by them. This awareness allows you to choose to respond to challenging situations rather than reacting impulsively. In addition to mindfulness, prioritize self-care practices that help you recharge and reset. This might include getting enough sleep, engaging in physical activity, spending some time in nature, pursuing hobbies that bring you joy. But remember, self-regulation is not about suppressing emotions, but rather managing them in a healthy and constructive way. Empathy. Empathy is all about understanding and connecting with the emotions of others. 
One way to cultivate empathy is to actively listen when somebody is speaking to you. Practice putting aside your own thoughts and judgments and focus fully on what the other person is saying. Validate their feelings by acknowledging their perspective, even if you don't agree with it. Offer support and empathy, letting them know that you're there for them. Another powerful way to build empathy is through perspective-taking exercises. Imagine yourself in someone else's shoes, considering their thoughts, feelings and experiences. This can help you develop a deeper understanding of others and strengthen your emotional connections. Social skills. Effective communication is at the heart of strong social skills. Practice active listening by giving your full attention to the speaker, maintaining eye contact and asking clarifying questions to ensure you understand their message. When expressing yourself, be clear, concise and assertive using I statements to communicate your thoughts and feelings. Conflict resolution is another essential social skill and it often involves finding common ground and seeking solutions that benefit all parties involved. Practice techniques like brainstorming, negotiation and compromise to resolve conflicts peacefully and constructively. And there you have it, my friends. Emotional intelligence is not just a buzzword. It's a powerful tool that can transform how we navigate the ups and downs of working motherhood. We've explored the challenges faced by working moms from time pressure to mom guilt, and we've broken down the core components of emotional intelligence, such as self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, and social skills. But understanding emotional intelligence is just the first step. The real magic happens when we apply these principles to our daily lives. By developing our self-awareness, we can better understand our emotions and respond to challenges with clarity and purpose. Self-regulation allows us to stay calm under pressure and make decisions that align with our values. Empathy strengthens our connections with others, fostering understanding and compassion in our relationships. And sharpening up our social skills enables us to communicate effectively, collaborate with others and resolve conflicts with grace. So as you go about your day, I encourage you to reflect on how you can incorporate emotional intelligence into your life strategy. Whether it's taking a moment to check in with yourself, practicing mindfulness, or showing empathy to those around you, every small step counts. Together, let's ditch the debate and make it happen, one mindful moment at a time. You've got this. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ditch the Debate podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every single week. I'd love to hear more from you on the topics you want to hear. So head over to the episode link in the show notes and let me know in the comments what you most want to hear next. This is Tanil signing off. I'll catch y'all soon.